You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 177. And I mean, honestly, I didn't even know that it was that powerful until I started doing it. And now I see that this is the best possible choice I could have done mm -hmm. for any job or anything. Because I have so much free time. My schedule really is dictated by myself alone, not by some boss. And this is the best possible choice I could have chosen for my lifestyle and my what's important to me in my life. And I didn't even know that when I chose it. But I got really lucky. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Bam! Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Hello, everybody. It is Brent Daniels again coming to you from the 19th floor of downtown Phoenix. I hope you're ready. I hope you are ready for this podcast. You are going to just be blown away by my guest. And to start this off, I, I wanted to bring out a little bit of Jim Rohn. If you don't know who Jim Rohn is, he's kind of like the grandfather of personal development. And he had what he titles a success recipe. Okay, the success recipe is a simple breakdown of ingredients to equal a successful life, a successful business. So a couple things here I want to point out. So this is the recipe for success. Two cups faith, two cups love, one cup hard work, one cup persistence, one tablespoon of vision and a dash of swagger. And the reason I know it sounds kind of cheesy and, you know, putting together all these little kind of cliche things, but really I wanted to touch on the first part of that because it's something that I've been thinking about a lot recently is that faith part, right? And I'm not just talking about from a religious standpoint. I'm talking about a faith in yourself. I'm talking about a faith in making the decision to do something different with your life. If you are working full-time, if you have never wholesaled, if you've never done a deal, but you know you have that fire in your belly, you've got that, that pilot light inside your brain that says, I can be a successful real estate entrepreneur. I can do this. You know, how do you feed that faith? How do you keep that going? How do you just fuel the flame of that faith? And it's very simple. It is taking action every single day. It is believing that you can accomplish this. You can get into this industry and you can make a difference in your community, in your marketplace, in your family. It is about having that strong faith in yourself that says, you know what? I have the skills. I have the ability. I have the voice. I have the drive to be able to go out there and provide value to the marketplace. And I'm telling you, my guest today is the perfect example of the success recipe from from Charlotte, North Carolina, please welcome Jordan Fenlison. Jordan, say hello. Hey, how are you doing? I am doing awesome, man. So, uh, Jordan, you are <laughs> you're a young man. You are a young I man. Am. So, so tell tell everybody how old you are and uh, kind of a little bit about your story. Yeah, so I just turned nineteen, um, like a week ago. Okay. So I'm pretty pretty young for this business, but it's exciting. Um, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina, as you said. I graduated high school about a year ago. I'm attending a community college here full time, and actually graduating with my associate's degree. Um, with these extra summer classes I'm taking. 
Awesome. So I'm getting a jump start on life, I feel like. <laughs> you sure are. You absolutely are. So let me ask you this. Why did you get into real estate? Kind of tell us about your your current real estate business. So currently I'm involved in cold calling and the kind of the TTT program, but I really started real estate because it's something my dad has done mm-hmm. and it's something he's done all his life. And you know what? Like even as a young kid, I mean, being able to hang around my dad, my dad would take two and a half months off every summer and we go travel the United States or we do some insane adventure that take up a month and he wouldn't work for that month. And that was just super awesome to me as a kid. And it took me kind of till I was like 18 years old to realize like, wow, he works so hard and he works so smart and really through real estate that he was able to create passive income and income for himself that supported all this tremendous amount of family time. And I mean, that was a huge, a huge like blessing to me as a kid and, and looking at it, it was just, it's so important to me. And so that's something I decided, you know, that's exactly what I want to do too. I want to, I want to create my real estate empire, whatever I get to give me that passive income, to give me that freedom to spend time with friends. And at this point in my life, it's only friends, but uh, soon maybe it'll be family and really just live that free lifestyle. <laughs> so is your dad like a real estate investor? Is he a real estate agent? Is he an attorney? Like what is his background? Yeah. So um, he does wholesaling now, but he uh, mainly did land. So he really started off doing a lot of lot of land marketing. Basically wholesaling land is what he did before mm. he knew what wholesaling houses was. And so he would do a lot of that. And then also as soon as he'd make enough money, he'd buy uh, single family rentals and and rent those rentals out. And then eventually got to the point where he owned a few rentals and he sold a few of them and he bought commercial. And so now he has pretty much his hand in everything. He's got a few commercial, a few single family, a few duplexes. He's looking to buy multifamily right now. He's really, really just stuck with that kind of stuff. Love it. And he brought you to the the event that we did in Salt Lake, right? Yeah, he did. When I was 17, he brought me to the Salt Lake uh, City Tribe uh, Wholesaling Summit. And that's kind of what really just spiked my interest. Love it. So th- tell me about when you first started. I mean, did you start when you were in high school? Yeah. So I, I kind of, I really started probably a year and a half ago, back when we still lived in Florida. We actually uh, lived really close to Tom Kroll, like uh, one city away. But um, I started there and I was really doing some little dispositions work. I was calling Craigslist. I was scraping lists for them. I was really doing odd jobs. And then I really wasn't a fan of it. So I started working as a salesman selling diving and surfing equipment and it was a really cool local job and uh, then I moved up to North Carolina and I was like driving boats and it was the best job ever but I really <laughs> wasn't making any money and I was teaching kids at a wakeboard it was great being on the lake all day I, I really 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 want to start in real estate can you help me get started where should I start what advice and that's kind of how I started this got it and what what struggles did you face when you first start when you first got started capital I spent every every dollar I had I spent on going out to eat with friends or, or road trips and everything. I didn't have more than a few bucks, you know, and I'd spend it as soon as I made it. And, and that was the that was the biggest struggle. That's what appealed to me so, so, so much when I went back and it was just thinking about what business to start. Is I remember you telling me about when you started TTP. I mean, what you had was time, but you didn't have any money. And you would mm-hmm. go knocking on people's doors and then putting out little signs and all the stuff you did to get started. And that really was a huge encouragement. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's an important thing to talk about because truly we are in an incredible business where we are able to, with no budget, 
go out and through just just using our voice, using our ability to have a conversation with homeowners, just go, you can either go directly to their door or for a minimal cost, you can get their phone numbers and just call them up and see if they would consider an offer. I mean, it is a huge game changer. I don't know what other industry that you can you can just pick up the phone and make 10, 20, $50,000. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I and mean, it's, it's just a beautiful, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So you're, you're a young entrepreneur, you get going with this thing. How long did it take you to get your first deal? So it took me from start to finish the first deal. I mean, I had a lot of heartbreaks in between, but the first deal that actually closed, I would say from, from starting everything and downloading Mojo Dialer and starting all that software, it took me two and a half months to close my first deal. Oh my gosh. And, and tell me about that deal. Break that deal down for us. Yeah. So this was the first deal that I really had a contract for. Not the first deal I closed. The first deal I got a, a contract for. I think it, it, according to my best speculations, it needed about $5,000 to be rent ready and probably $25,000 in repair for a rehab. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't crazy. Kind of the ARV was around 200,000, but um, I would talk to the homeowner and actually my, my parents are really, um, they're wholesalers also. So I kind of work on marketing for them mm-hmm. and they kind of work on finishing the deals. This is my first one. So I kind of got to help it run through, but we got it under contract for a hundred thousand. And we were asking 120 for it, and we were just having, I was having a little bit of difficulty selling it. I mean, we got a huge cash buyers list and everything. It just wasn't moving, and Charlotte's a super hot market. So we weren't really sure what was wrong, but we just stayed persistent, uh, kept kept marketing and kept marketing. And then I put out bandit signs, Craigslist. I mean, we were doing everything. Mm-hmm. We, didn't want this, uh, we didn't want our contract to expire. And so we found a buyer who was really interested for 110. And so he uh, didn't speak English, so we had, couldn't use our closing agent. So we had to go to another closing agent who was bilingual, closing attorney who was bilingual to close this deal. But we ended up getting it closed with him. Beautiful. And how did you find that deal? Cold calling. Cold calling, baby. What list was it? So that was owner absentee. Okay. So it was uh, maybe a rental property, something like that? Yep. Yep. And how was the condition of the property? Was it pretty beat up? It wasn't, it wasn't that bad. I mean... Charlotte's a huge market, so maybe, I mean, it wasn't in terrible condition. It definitely did, needed some aesthetic work, but, I mean, the foundation and everything of the house was was really solid. So, I don't know. I'm still not too sure why it didn't move as hot and as fast as I wanted it to, but maybe because it wasn't in that poor of condition. But Got it. Um, it wasn't, wasn't terrible. So, on your first deal from a cold call, how much did you spend to get that deal? So, up until that point, I had about – two thousand one hundred dollars in costs now that was that was a lot of my cost of having mojo dialer and all the lists i was mm-hmm. using and skip tracing i was using and so it was about two thousand a little over two thousand dollars to get to uh, to get my first deal got it and that was with i assume a lot of other addresses with a lot of other phone numbers right i mean is the majority oh, of that two thousand the skip tracing yeah absolutely it was, it was buying lists and, and everything yep. like that yep yep and where did you get your list from List source. List source. So you went on list source, you got the list source, you downloaded it for absentee owners in the area, and then you got it skip traced. You skip you got the phone number of the homeowner, you called them through Mojo Dialer, and then all of a sudden you're off and running, you're having a conversation and make ten thousand dollars. Absolutely. Am I right? Yeah. You're right. You're well, right. It was incredible. Well, hold on a second. <laughs> I've been waiting for that for a while now. We'll see how my new neighbors here on the 19th floor feel about that. But <laughs> that is awesome, man. I love that. I absolutely <laughs> love that. So what do you do? I mean, when you're 
were you 18 at the time? Were you 19 at the time? How old were you at the time when you got that check? So I was, I just turned, Ooh, it might've been like the day before my birthday, actually, when I got that check. Love it. And so you get that check. Does it slide? Does it slow you down? Does it stop you? Or are you just satisfied with that? And you're just going to take some time off or do you get right back on the phones and keep going? Honestly, no. The next day, the next day, I think I called for six hours straight. Honestly, I was so <laughs> how you, motivated. How, how do you do that? How do you how do you get on and call and and cold call and get rejection after rejection after rejection? Sure, they're sprinkling in there of really good conversations and some leads that you add to your pipeline and people that you know really want to work with you. But how do you how do you mentally like stay in it, stay in the saddle for six hours? You know, that's a question. My, I mean, my parents, because I also work with them, they, they don't understand how, because they talk about constantly how difficult this is and how they feel like they could never do it. But I feel like that's such a misconception. This is really, really just three hours of conversations. I mean, sure, some end with you being cussed out, but that's so completely rare to the amount of times where it's just a, a genuine conversation of someone not wanting to sell their house, or maybe you're actually talking to someone who wants to sell their house and you're being able to help them out of a, a sticky situation. I mean, these ple- people in particular... We're talking about how much of a blessing this is and how literally I was an answer to their prayers. Yep. And actually the two deals I've closed, they literally said that verbatim. We're an answer to their prayers. I just thought that was so, so cool. That is. And so, so awesome. I mean, it, and that's the that's the flip side of it. You know, if you really, everybody out there that is considering making calls or considering TTP, it is all about you focus on the positive. You focus on the people that you can help out and you just get the people that are negative, the people that, listen, you're interrupting their day. Absolutely. Do they have the right to be mad at you? Absolutely. Do they have the right to scream and holler and whatever else? Sure. You don't know what's going on in their life. You don't know what their life's been through. You don't know what they're experiences are so that you you stay with a complete positive 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 mindset because there are people out there that need your help there are people out there that like just like Jordan just said that it is a blessing that you enter their lives it goes back to what I was first saying at the beginning of this podcast about the faith in yourself if you have faith that you were doing the right thing out there if you have faith that you were providing an incredible value for people that feel stuck they feel frustrated they feel bogged down way down by this property or this, you know, whatever their situation and you're there and you have a kind attitude and you're optimistic and you're, you're able to communicate with them effectively and make it the smoothest, easiest transaction of their life. That is a huge blessing. It is. It absolutely is a huge blessing. I love it. So let's break down, Jordan, give me like your realistic daily schedule. How does that look now? So honestly, I'm, uh, I'm taking five college classes. So I've got probably 40 hours of schoolwork, 30 hours of schoolwork a week I have to do minimum. Yep. And on top of that, um, I'm, I'm cold calling as much as I can and doing that. But I also, I run a Bible study too. Mm-hmm. And so preparing for messages for that and, and really just getting that um, all squared away. And I'm leaving for college in Australia in two months. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to hang out with my friends as much as I can before to Australia. So I just have such a full plate. But I mean, usually it just starts with waking up uh, usually too late. And getting started on cold calling immediately. Mm-hmm. And then after cold calling, going to the gym and just doing schoolwork till I pass out. Or if it's <laughs> on the weekends, on the weekends, it's uh, hanging out with friends after that. Sure. But really just with cold calling, first thing I do when I wake up, because usually it's around that nine to noon kind of thing is when I work on the cold calling, nine to one. Beautiful. So when I square that all away, do all the lead follow up and, and all that. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. And so you just get up and go. Do you do it every day? Do you skip some days? Or there's some days where it's tough and you're just like, oh, I have too much going on. 
Monday through Thursday, Monday through Friday is almost every week I do it Monday through Friday. Mm. Sometimes Saturday, I really try to do it Saturday, but that's Bible study night and that's when all my friends are off work and everything. Sure. That's a, and that's really, really important to me. That's one of the most important things to me is getting to spend time with the people I love. But really, Monday through Friday, almost every week consistently, I cold call. Because, I mean, honestly, that consistency is so key if you want those deals to keep flowing. And that's what you, you just have to spend the time on the phone. And, I mean, it's a, it's a worthy trade-off without a doubt. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. So you are going to Australia. So are you just going to put this on hold for a little bit? So I don't know. I'm, I mean, the time zone is a pretty large difference, but I was really, really hoping that I could turn over most of the business to my parents and really just leads for them as a commission working in Australia. Because I mean, to make the money over there would be pretty great. I mean, you can pretty much do this through the the call the calling centers we use and stuff. I could pretty much call from any place in the world. Exactly. Just time zone. So exactly. I was to do this over there. That is what I'm talking about. You don't have to be in town to make these calls and have these conversations and uncover opportunities. You could be anywhere. That is the freedom of this job. You are not handcuffed to your schedule when you put out mail or handcuffed to the schedule when somebody clicks on your website. You dictate the time that you want to work and then you discover leads. You send it over to your parents. They close the deal and you get a check while you're in school in Australia. I mean, mm-hmm. man, that is life. That is that is the life. I love that. Absolutely. And I mean, honestly, I didn't even know that it was that powerful until I started doing it. And now I see that this is the best possible choice I could have done mm-hmm. for any job or anything. Because I have so much free time. My schedule really is dictated by myself alone, not by some boss. And this is the best possible choice I could have chosen for my lifestyle and my what's important to me in my life. And I didn't even know that when I chose it, but I got really lucky. Well, and that's and, uh, what I find, you know, Jordan, I've got, I've got some callers here locally that they just, they want to travel. They want to go, one's going to go live in Colombia for a while. One's going to go live in the Philippines for a while. And they're like, Hey, can I make calls? I'll, I'll make sure that I'm dedicated to it and just send in leads. And I'm like, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, you literally can be anywhere. The freedom that you have with this is just, huge plus the amount that you can make per deal i mean it just makes it i mean it's just silly if you really look at what you make per hour doing this job (laughs) or doing this work i mean it's not even close to what you would do in any in anything else i mean you could literally get really 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 excellent at this like you are jordan and make a hundred bucks two hundred bucks a thousand bucks an hour my best cold caller that i have trained makes twelve hundred dollars an hour when he's on the phone, you know what I mean. I mean that's that's, the, that's real life. I mean that's that's a the the world is open to you. Your schedule is open to you. You get to fit this in as long as you stay diligent and committed to it. I mean it's it's a couple hours a day and you're finding opportunities. I mean it's just it's really really incredible. So I think that you've opened up a lot of people's minds to this because you know you're a shining example of how you take this opportunity and make the most out of it. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. What lesson would you teach today's young real estate entrepreneurs? I mean, I hate to be redundant because it says this everywhere on everything by wholesaling uh, Inc. or everything by you guys. But it's really just fail forward. I mean, I cannot tell you how many conversations I've utterly messed up. And maybe even (laughs) once or twice I hung up out of embarrassment because of how bad I butchered the script. I called them by the wrong name or I pronounced a simple name so incredibly wrong. I mean, but really just by doing this and the redundancy of it, I've gotten much, much, much better. And the improvements I've made and the success that I'm having due to the improvements I've made by just failing my way forward and continuing and continuing. Even when I had two or three deals I had under contract that I thought were phenomenal that just fell through my 
my hands. I mean, I just kept going and we came to a deal where I came out more than positive. Oh, it's taking action. That's, that's mm-hmm. basically what you're saying, right? 100%. Just take 100%. action, consistently take action, the whole progress, not perfection type thing, right? Tom Kroll, all, all in our brains, the progress, not absolutely. perfection. It absolutely is. I think that that is incredible advice. So what is your goal with this? Is your goal with wholesaling to, is it just to get through college? Is it to, is it to pay for college? Is it to be an entrepreneur? I mean, it sounds like you've got a lot of things going on. You're going to college. You're going across the world to go to college. You're cold calling. You're getting deals. You have a family that has a background in every kind of real estate there is. I mean, what is, what is the vision that you have for the next five years? Honestly, my vision, I don't even know where it was when I started this out. I just wanted to make enough money to buy the things I wanted. But mm-hmm. it, honestly, it with the motivation of the lifestyle I want, it, it's completely changed to where I see this as being basically a future, a career for me that I can do and, and just continue to grow this business and just have a really free lifestyle. I mean, wealthy, I think, is something that will come, especially if I continue to pursue this. Wealth is undoubted to come, but really just the freedom to enjoy life and and spend time with friends and family, which I just hold such importance in my life, just to be free and be with them. I think those are the most important things. And with this, I'm able to, I'm able to do that. I'm able to go down to Florida for a week and hang out with all my friends from Florida that I moved away from and still three hours a day, find time to cold call in and make money. And I'm not, I'm not missing out on that much. And that's just, that's so beautiful for me. So the freedom of lifestyle is without a doubt, the driving and motivating factor for this. I love it. I love it. You do not sound like a 19-year-old. I'll tell you that, brother. You are incredible. <laughs> you are just incredible. Why do you think why do you think people fail in this business? That's pretty hard. I would have to say that the people like I've got a friend up here who I met when I, I first moved and he started doing cold call or wholesaling also. And I mean, his play, I don't know if it's most people's because he had drive and he had motivation, but I just don't feel like he had education. Mm-hmm. He didn't know enough of what he needed to do. I mean, you can know a little bit and honestly go so far and learn so much even by your own failures. But I mean, I mean, I hate to say it, but I feel like sometimes maybe lack of education or, or lacking of learning it could be a huge downfall of uh, people's lack of success in this business. Well, I yeah, mean, in, in the Rhino tribe, we call it instruction and not education, right? Mm-hmm. We're trying to follow the path of people that have already been successful. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, when I first started, I, you didn't even know who I was. If I texted you asking you for like 12 books you recommended, I read like every <laughs> single one of them at least once, including The Go-Giver a few sure, times. Sure, sure. And I, I searched every single podcast you'd ever been featured on. I read all like the the subtweets, not subtweets. I read all the... um all the texts on the wholesaling or on the website you guys mm-hmm. provide every podcast you've ever put out, just trying to learn every facet of this business that I could. And that, that instruction went so far. Yep. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, okay. So from those 12 books, what, what have you read that you think everybody should read? Well, this wasn't one of those 12 books, unfortunately, but it's probably been my favorite book and the most motivational book. And actually someone else recommended it to me and it was Elon Musk's biography. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, and he just dealt with some incredible failures and things that looked things that would make some people have a heart attack and give up. I mean, they were just so tremendous and traumatic. And the way he just decided to push past them and and, and decided to keep going, even though everyone was telling him he would stop, even when he had businesses he started, founded, created, ripped from him. I mean, he just kept pushing. And I mean, that dedication and that motivation—that's just. That's just awesome. And I kind of felt like him on a lot of a lesser level when I had deals falling through my hand, just so, just so feeling down about it. But just knowing that it took one, one quarter, one call was all I needed to make Mm -hmm. that, 
make a deal happen like this. I love it. And if people want to get a hold of you, how do they? How can they get a hold of you? They could feel free to email me. Mm-hmm. It's Jordan J O R D A N at solutionhomebuyers.com. Love it. And when do you leave for Australia? Uh, about eight weeks, two months. Woo! Where are you going to live? Yeah. Brisbane. Brisbane. I love it. I lived in Melbourne, so you're going to love it, man. Oh, no way. You're going to absolutely love it. So really, really excellent. Jordan, thank you so much for spending this time on this podcast. Uh, everybody out there that's listening, if you are getting into this and you're, you're newer to this, if you're a younger guy, if you're a younger gal, if you're wondering if you can do it, listen to this podcast again. Listen to, what, listen to the way that he is describing the way that he put this business together, the way that he had figured it out to where he understands that if he just talks to people on a regular basis, he's going to find opportunities. It doesn't matter if he's in the continental U.S. or if he's around the world. He's going to do it. He's going to, he's going to have the discipline. He's going to have the passion to keep these conversations going because the fact is, Jordan, this is only going to compound. I mean, you, you were talking to probably hundreds, if not a thousand, if not thousands of strangers that you would have never come in contact with had you not, had you not picked up the phone and reached out to them. And that just adds to everything else in your life, right? I mean, does it help these conversations? Does it help you give, have more confidence with your Bible study groups? Does it help with your social circle? Does it help, you know, with other, does it bleed into other aspects of your life? Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. I mean, the discomfort you feel when you call for the first three days, I mean, that disappears <laughs> within three days. And then the, the confidence you have to... Well, I absolutely love it. And I just want to say thank you so much for being on the podcast. You brought an incredible amount of value. And everybody out there listening, listen, have the faith in yourself. You can do this. You can be an amazing force in your marketplace. You need to figure out that it is all, you have the ability, you have the skills, you have everything that you need right now. What you need to do is just talk to people. If you need help with that, please reach out to us at wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. That's wholesalinginc forward slash TTP. And remember, we are getting together on October 15th through the 17th in Asheville, North Carolina. It's going to be an incredible event, Wholesaling Summit 2018.com, Wholesaling Summit 2018.com. Jordan, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. And to everybody out there, I encourage you to talk to people. See you next time. Much love. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.